Hello, my name is Sarah and I am your Chakra Coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the show. How are things going? Hopefully, you are doing well. I've decided to take a quick break from the trauma series this week to address three of the questions I'm getting most frequently from the previous episodes. I figured that if I'm hearing the question regularly, there might be more people who have the same question but haven't asked. Don't worry, we'll be back with more trauma next week. (laughs) The first question is, do I have to start at my root if I feel my trauma is elsewhere? This is an excellent question, and one that I hear all the time, even when it isn't necessarily about trauma. People feel that their heart is out of balance, or maybe their third eye is overactive, and they're wondering if starting at the root is mandatory. If you feel like your trauma occurred in the solar plexus, can you get to work there, or should you start at the root and move up, even if you feel like you're in a good shape there? And the answer is, it depends. There will for sure be hardliners who say that you absolutely must start at the root, no exceptions, do not past go, start at the root or something terrible will happen. And truthfully, the root is almost always a good place to start, but not if it isn't working. For example, and I think I've mentioned her before on the show, but I was working with a woman who had recently lost her mother. She was grieving hard. Unrelenting sadness, no joy, no belief that she would ever get back to any sense of normalcy. And some purists might say that at the root of her grief was a loss of security. Therefore, the only place to work is the lowest energy center. But that wasn't serving her process in that moment. Grief is the shadow side of the heart chakra, And we always want to remember that the shadow isn't something to be avoided, necessarily. It's not bad. And she was deep in the shadow side of her heart. And until we could help her find a little lightness there, she just wasn't ever going to do anything else, including work on her root. Starting at the root, in this case, wouldn't have been wrong, So I'm not saying anyone is wrong in that approach, just that with her fourth energy center so drastically out of balance, so terribly traumatized, it served us to do some work there first. Could we have gotten there, starting at the root and only getting to the heart when we got there? Probably. But it helped her to find some balance in the heart before even attempting anything else. Now, that's a pretty specific situation, and I was there acting as her coach, but if you're in a similar situation with any of your chakras, and you feel intuitively that you absolutely must get some work done elsewhere before starting, you can try it. Or work on a little grounding and then go to where you're hurting. Take note of whether you feel better or worse and 
use yourself as your own experiment. Every journey is unique. So the answer is, most of the time we like to start at the root to build a solid energetic foundation. But there might be circumstances that warrant starting elsewhere. Second question. I don't have any childhood trauma, but I still feel so unbalanced. What should I do? This is also an excellent question because a lot of us feel unbalanced. It's a tough world we live in, and there are demands for our attention from all directions. We feel like we have to be everything to everybody. Awful things can happen to and around us as teens or adults, and they can absolutely cause chakra imbalances, maybe even trauma if it's severe enough. If it's something that we simply don't have the resources to deal with internally or externally, it might cause trauma. That's why trauma happens in children so often, because they don't have any what you might call coping skills or defense mechanisms, no perspective. But there can be things so outside our normal existence or expectations that happen, even as adults, that we don't have the capacity to manage them. And that can absolutely cause trauma. The unexpected loss of a partner, a life-changing accident, violence, These are all things that can cause trauma, even when we're not children. So it isn't to say that you can't experience trauma outside of childhood. But even if we don't have acute or chronic trauma, the stresses of everyday life can create imbalances that can lead us to feel like we're way out of alignment. General unhappiness, uh, low-key depression or anxiety, a sense of being lost, all, all kinds of things. And the answer to what we can do about it, in this case, is to start at the root. Spend some time exploring each chakra on the way up the chain, working to get it as balanced as possible before moving on. It's like, um, it's like energy triage. If there's trauma, we address that first, making that our priority. If it's a more general illness in this metaphor, we look to the root and build from there. And this isn't one of the major questions I I get, but it's still worth addressing. What do I have to complain about if I haven't had trauma like you're talking about? It's important that we don't compare our heartaches to see which ones are better or easier or the worst or whatever. For most people, it isn't helpful when they're hurting to have someone say to them, well, someone else has got it worse, or to say that to yourself to try to make you feel better. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. It doesn't matter. We all deserve to heal from whatever we're going through or have gone through. You are worth the time. You don't have to earn balance. That's a bit of a side note, but I hear that often enough that I thought I better say something. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. 
So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Third and final question that seemed like it might be helpful to answer before moving on is, how do I know when my chakras are balanced? It's like the million dollar question. It's the thing everyone wants to know. It's the reason internet quizzes exist. We've all taken them. How open are my chakras? And then we get hung up on the answers. Or we wait for someone to tell us, hey, you're balanced, enjoy the rest of your life. Uh, Maybe a healer, or a psychic, or your friend, or some guy on the street. But it feels like someone must know the answer to the question, how do I know when my chakras are balanced? And here's the answer. Or what I consider to be the answer after many, many years of studying. You're not. Unless you're a fully enlightened guru being, you're not ever going to be perfectly balanced. And that's okay. Even if you did get totally balanced one morning in meditation, the minute you went to work or school or interacted with the world again, you'd probably get right out of perfect alignment again. What you can be is more balanced than you are right now. You can feel better, stronger, healthier, more vibrant, more clear-headed, more secure, more confident, more loving, more intuitive, more connected than you do right now. And I wish there was a perfect path that I could take you down. In some of my longer workshops, we work on each chakra for a week. But you could do a day. You could do a month. Work on the chakra until you feel better in that way. Work on the root until some of your anxiety starts to go away. Not necessarily all of it because, let's be honest, for some of us we'd never work on anything else if the anxiety had to be gone completely. And thinking about that would just make us anxious. So you go until you feel better. And maybe when you get all the way to the crown, you start over. Or... Maybe you get up to the heart and it brings up more root chakra issues and you move back down for an energetic tune-up. Or maybe you like to do a full chakra balancing meditation every day. We get so caught up in how. How are we going to heal? What are the ways to do it? What is the best, the perfect way to do it? Sarah, give me a step-by-step. You know, like we're, we're building a piece of furniture instead of an enormously complicated, beautiful human being. But when we worry so much about how, we don't start because we worry that it isn't going to be right. And we let fear take over instead of just trusting that we can do it, which is a root chakra issue. Good news, because you can just start right there by putting your attention on the base of your spine. And then when that feels done, Move on. Simple attention is all it takes 
to start the process. No fancy mantras or special outfits or diets to follow or anything like that. Let's shift our perspective from having this be a goal-based process, you know, to focusing on the outcome of perfectly balanced chakras to embarking on a lifelong journey. That can feel overwhelming, I know, but it's also beautiful because we can continue to learn about ourselves and humanity and consciousness and existence. And then we don't need an answer to how do I know when my chakras are balanced because it isn't the goal. I hope that answer isn't too disappointing, but from where I'm sitting, that's the truth. I encourage you to explore how that sits in you. Okay. Okay, next week we'll be back with throat chakra trauma. This this series has brought up a lot of thoughts and feelings and questions that I, I suppose I, I could have expected, but I didn't. So we're doing this a little differently with these Q&A episodes in the middle of the series. I'm still here for your questions. We'll do another one if we need to. Find me on Facebook and Instagram uh, at Your Chakra Coach. You can message me there if you like, or maybe you know my email is Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, at YourChakraCoach.com, and you can reach out there if you're more comfortable with that. I hope that this series and that the podcast as a whole is bringing value to your life, that it's changing your life and your mind for the better. If you want more, you can always join the Patreon page. Your donations not only get you some bonus content, they really do help me keep this going. God, sometimes I can't believe that we've been doing this for over a year. If you're new to the show, just know that it is my absolute joy to connect with you each week. Links to all of that, uh, social media and such, are in the show notes. So check it out as well as the website, yourchakracoach.com, if you want to take a look. Have a beautiful day inside and outside, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.